fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This 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 is views from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. Poor stretch sprain. I don't 100 know. It's a, a, it's a groin injury, was it's it? It's a groin injury. It's, you know, and you're a kicker. It doesn't matter what the groin injury is. It's a groin injury, and that sucks. So he does go on IR. He is done for the year. The final 53 was set without a kicker on the roster. Zilstra gets dropped. And now we know that the Panthers have found their new kicker. It is veteran place kicker Eddie Pinero. That is according to sources earlier today. Panero spent last season with the New York Jets. He made eight field goal efforts, nine PATs through five games. Panero also spent some time with the Chicago Bears. Now, the only reason that Panero is not the kicker for the Jets is because Greg Zerline, the all-pro kicker, got dropped by the Cowboys, picked up by the Jets. They had a kicker battle and Zerline got edged out by, or Pernero got edged out by Greg Zerline. If you're going to get edged out in a kicking competition, Greg Zerline's not a bad guy to get out, edged out by. So he barely lost the kicking competition in preseason, which, by the way, how much do we really see the kickers in preseason? Not that much. And he was out there and available. It's about the best the Panthers could ask for, right, to, to bring in Eddie Panero. Here's what I will tell you. Do you know what Eddie Panero's nickname has been around the league for the past few seasons? Uh, has it been bread? It's been Eddie De Niro because ah, okay. he's money. I got to tell you, Lonzo dropped the Panera get that bread line on me during our show today. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. But calling him Eddie De Niro because he's money. I don't have a favorite nickname, Lonzo. I have two. Yeah. I, wow. I, I, I know, mean, right? I, what, what a nickname. That's a That's a great nickname. First time I heard it, I'm like, Dope, I like it. Yeah. I like uh, it. I mean, if you were going to uh if you're gonna lose a kicker who you really had a lot of confidence in and was looking forward to this season uh in Zane Gonzalez, you follow it up with a little bit of dinero. Ain't nothing like a little bit of money, baby. I like it. Mas dinero, baby. So Eddie Eddie I almost called him Eddie Dinero. Uh Eddie Panero, aka Mas Dinero, is going to be opening the season pending any more groin injuries. Uh, opening the season, can we get can we get someone out there to uh, to investigate that net? Just to make sure, make sure nothing nefarious is going on. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I'm not sure that net is up to standard. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, we 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 have seen the net take out now, Dar- uh, take out Zane and OBJ. We've seen it twice. Uh, the other update we have, and, and you saw this. Before I did, but it looks like we got a bit of an update on Sam Darnold's ankle injury. Is that correct? Yeah, according to uh, to Matt Rule, which I saw his uh, press conference either yesterday or the day before, uh, that he, it was a sprain and that he'll be out for at least four weeks. So, so there you go. The, t- the timeline. So so initially, it was called a strain. Now it is a sprain. But the time. The good news is, if there is any good news here is that the timeline remains about the same, right? The timeline remains about the same. A month to a month and a half, Sam Darnold will be out. P.J. Walker did say, and I got respect for this cat too, he was asked in a press conference. Now, in fairness, like it's one of those, well, what the hell else is he supposed to say questions? But P.J. Walker got asked, are you the number two? Do you deserve to be the number two? He's like, yeah, of course I do. Who else has been here? Who else has done this? Who else knows this team in a backup role? 
Yeah, what's he like going to say? No, you know, man, I'm three. Yeah. Uh, I wish they would go out and get a two because I'm comfortable with being three. I like holding the clipboard. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to go on the field. Are you kidding? Of course, he's supposed to say he's two. Yeah, he's two. Hundred percent. There's, there's, there's no doubt about that. I, uh, like, I, I was. It's almost one of those things. You know, Lonzo and I have been doing this for a long time. Uh, and one of my one of the things that I can't stop myself from doing, Zoe, is listening to reporters in press conferences and being like, what? Really? You it, Seriously? You just asked that question? Like, yes, dude, of course he's going to say yes. Hey, uh, PJ, if you were if you were Matt Rule, uh, uh, would you fire yourself? I, I think I know that reporter. Yeah, I've you heard do. him before. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of them. Uh, so PJ steps up with a little bit of confidence, which I liked, but he's going to go in as the number two, B, uh, number two QB, you know, was interesting before the preseason, we were saying, all right, we got bake, we got Sam, we got PJ and we got Matt. We're not carrying four QBs. What's this going to look like? And I thought PJ was going to get cut, right? I'm like, Hey, he's going to get cut. They're going to wave him. Hope that he clears waivers and put him back on the practice squad, which would be a good spot for him. I think. And then Matt Corral went down with the list Frank injury. And it's like, ah, maybe not. This is interesting. But do you carry three QBs? Do you keep two? And then Sam went down. And now all of a sudden, the guy that I thought was potentially going to be waived now enters week one as the direct backup for Baker Mayfield. Look, injuries happen in football. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. At least you've got a guy who's been there. At least you've got a guy who's done that. And I got to tell you, Do you have any less faith in P.J. Walker if he's got to take over the role than you have out of the two participants in the saddest quarterback battle of all time in Seattle between uh, Geno Smith and Drew Locke? I mean, do you you trust Drew Locke more than you trust P.J. Walker? I can't say that I do. It is what it is, man. And and here's the reality for the people panicking about P.J. being the number two. Welcome to the NFL in 2022. Lonzo, how many teams, I got maybe two in my head, how many teams, if QB1 goes down, do you think don't get dramatically worse out of the gate? The only one I can think of off the top of my head is San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo as the number two. That's the only one. Well, you you just mentioned uh, Seattle. They're not going to get dramatically worse because they're already going to be pretty bad. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So two, like I said, nailed it. Yeah, it's not... It's nothing to panic over. If, if you, you're start, if you are thirty NFL teams, if your starting quarterback goes down, you are dramatically worse for it right out of the gate. It is what it is. It doesn't matter if it's PJ or Sam or Matt Corral. The only thing I can tell you is that Sam Darnold might be a better quarterback than about 23, 24 backup quarterbacks in the league, right? But here's the thing. Let's go. That's awesome. You've got the, the 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 six best backup quarterback in the NFL. That's fantastic. If Baker goes down and Sam returns as your starter, we all saw what happened already. Yep. We know the results. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. All of the pressure is on Icky and Bradley and 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 Brady and the starting offensive line to do everything in their power to make sure that Baker doesn't get hurt. Because if he does, all of the dreams, all of the discussion I have seen from some big-time media folks of, hey, this Carolina team 
is sneaky. They could sneak into the last wildcard spot. And I agree with that. They very much could sneak into the last wildcard spot. If Baker goes down, no, you can't. It doesn't matter if it's PJ or Sam or Matt, whoever. If Baker goes down, this team is no longer a playoff team. So what I'm saying here, Zoe, is hey, don't stress about the backup. Because if they're in the game, you're, you're screwed anyway. Yeah, don't stress about that. Here's the other thing, though. Uh, we're going to find out the confidence that the coaching staff really has in Sam Darnold. Because do you rush him back? Do you rush him back or you just tell him, no, take another week? Take another week. Make sure that thing is make sure that that that, that thing is sound and, and ready to go and uh we're in no hurry to bring you back. Or do they try to rush him back? Because if they rush him back, that means they don't have that kind of confidence in PJ Walker. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think PJ's been on the field too. He's proven that he can be a capable backup, maybe not a starter, but definitely a capable backup. Without a doubt. Without a doubt about it. Uh all right, as we head towards the end of the pod. Uh, one more thing to to that that I am interested in. I don't think it leads to anything, but USA Today is reporting that leading up to the cut of Zilstra, that multiple teams had called Carolina asking about the availability of both Robbie Anderson and Terrence Marshall Jr., both of them. Now, the Marshall one is, as we've mentioned, very interesting because Matt Rule was not overly critical of Terrence Marshall about a week ago, but a little bit critical, right? I need him out there. I need him working. I need him getting better. He's praised him a couple of times since then. Robbie Anderson, on the other hand, was kind of interesting this offseason, right? You had the thing with Baker. You had some criticisms of the direction the team was headed in, et cetera. He was, according to some Panthers fans, how do you say respectfully, a little annoying this offseason. And he's been inconsistent the last two. Would he go from like 94 catches down to 53? That's a big drop. That's a yeah, big bump. But, but look at who was throwing him the ball. It's Fair not enough. entirely his fault. Fair enough. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh... I don't think I, – I, I think that if one of those two guys is going to be shipped out, it's Marshall. It's not Robbie Anderson. Robbie's not going anywhere. He's too valuable, at least not while Matt Rule's in charge, right? He needs all the weapons he can get to coach for his job. Terrence Marshall Jr. is an interesting one now because your wide receiver core is five deep, right? We talked about this earlier in the pod. Your wide receiver core is now five deep. Terrence Marshall Jr. could, potentially, if there's a team out there that needs a wide receiver threat, could potentially bring in another weapon, could potentially add another tool into the toolkit. That being said, if you're Matt Rule and you got Baker and you're planning on a wide-open offense, as I think Carolina will in certain spots, as much as I had questions about Terrence Marshall Jr., so I'm not ready to give up on the kid yet, right? I'm not. And I think now that he's got a real quarterback and a real offensive coordinator in Ben McAdoo, not that Joe Brady wasn't, but Joe Brady, Joe Brady got fired as the sacrificial lamb for Matt Rule, right? Matt Rule had to fire somebody. I still don't agree with having fired Joe Brady, but it is what it is. Now he's got some consistency in this locker room. I'm not ready to give up on Terrence Marshall Jr. As far as I am concerned, though, the wide receiver room is done it is solidified these five guys are it and McCaffrey and Hubbard is pass catching running backs this wide receiver room's not going anywhere Marshall and Anderson aren't going anywhere stop calling stop ringing the phone 
You know, if any of them were to go, though, I know you're saying it's set. It would be Marshall. Definitely would be Marshall. Um, and hopefully you get some draft capital for him. I mean, draft capital, I will tell you, I, I, I would like to see. Although it is not, I, I don't, it is a priority to some degree. If there's a move to be made, it would be to go get somewhere another starting defensive end, right? Derek Brown went down with the, the trap injury. We are waiting to see it. It was described as minor. He should be fine for week one. But behind Brian Burns and Derek Brown, you got Marquise Haynes and you got Davion Nixon. I need more, right? I need more. I need a pass or a specialist. I need somebody that can step in. I don't trust either one of those guys as a long-term option. If there was a starting caliber defensive end available, I might be willing to trade Terrence Marshall Jr. for it. Because I, I I think a starting caliber defensive end who can rotate with Burns and Brown is more valuable than a number five wide receiver, and I do think Shy Smith will pass uh, will pass Terrence Marshall Jr. on on the depth chart at some point. But if I can get a starting caliber defensive end for Terrence Marshall Jr., I make the move. There's not really any other offensive moves that I would make for him right now. Yeah, and you know what? If that's going to happen, it'll happen in the next day or so because people are being dropped on some teams and then picked up on others. Some of the some of the bigger names are already showing up on other teams trying out. So um, if it were to happen that way, I'd be okay with it. But chances are, you're probably right. Probably Marshall's still going to stay there, and it's going to be an awesome wide receiver core and cannot wait for Cleveland. Week one, baby. It's just, what, 12 days away oh, from right now? It's less days? than that. 11 days away. Uh, I, I'm, I'm jacked, man. I'm jacked. September 11th. And I got to tell you, uh, those of you that are listening to these pods up in Charlotte, save me a spot because I got to tell you, the, 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 the closer we get, Zoe, the more I think I'm going to opening day, man. Why not? Why not? You got the Browns coming down. Baker wants to bleep them up. We got a good looking wide. I think I'm going to be there week one, man. Hey, Browns travels. Uh, Browns fans don't travel, so we, we should be good. I like it. We, we should absolutely be good. We should be able to go, to go to the game, have a good time, and cheer on a victory and watch Baker um, do something to the Browns. Bleep them up. Let's go. All right, Zoth, parting thoughts? Any before we hit the road? Uh, just keep pounding and Baker! Baker! I love to hear it. Appreciate you guys downloading. Remember, you can grab vin- views from Mint Street, as you already have, from wherever major podcasts are found on iTunes, on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. But more importantly, since, you know, you're already here, do us a favor. Spread the love, man. Tell your Panthers friends to go ahead and get subscribed to and download the View Podcast. We will be back Within the next couple of days with the next episode, we're keeping an eye on waiver wires, practice squad pickups, any more trades that might happen, and we'll get together soon to break all of those down for you. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you for the next pod. This is the Views from Mint Street Podcast. Rob Brown, Lonzo Reitzel. We'll see you next time. And hey, y'all, keep pounding, baby.